2: And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gangs all here ready to go on this Monday, Hour 1, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. Your chance to be part of the festivities. 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Say good morning to our radio affiliates. Of course, AM 570 KLAC Portland, Oregon 102.9 and 750 the game in Milwaukee, the big 920. Thank you for your support. They come to the Breeders' Cup from every corner of the globe. The best thoroughbreds from around the world. One goal in mind, the title of world champ. Visit breederscup.com slash 2021 for more information. Catch all the action November 5th and 6th only on NBC Sports. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Sometimes sports history isn't pretty, and I'm not sure if Illinois' nine overtime win over Penn State was a classic or a disaster, but it certainly was fun to watch the ineptitude there. Time and time again, they failed to get into the end zone. They started off exchanging field goals and then they uh, the uh, traditional college overtime. And then after that, they changed the rule this year. So dueling two-point conversions, presumably one of the games to end earlier, it had the opposite effect. Illinois eventually got the win. Illinois was a 24-point underdog. It was a one-sided battle, though. Illinois was the better team, outgaining the Nittany Lions, 395-227, to most of the damage on the ground. The Illini even turned to their backup quarterback in the middle of overtime and still won the game. One of the stranger games I've ever seen, and I'm not sure I want to see it again, but it certainly was fun seeing something completely unique on Saturday. You know, I didn't know if it was going to be a good college football weekend. I did say that I thought Wake and Army was going to be the game of the weekend. I watched that. It was wild. Lived up to it. Wake Forest putting 70 on uh, West Point. It was, we're going to run the ball. Wake's going to throw the ball. And Wake had some big plays there. I watched Clemson against Pittsburgh. And what happened to the Clemson Tigers? Alabama, Tennessee, watch that. Uh, Tennessee was in it, and then uh, Alabama woke up and all of a sudden said, uh, we're a whole lot better than this team, and then they showed it. Uh, Michigan looked good. Cincinnati did not look good. That almost felt like a loss as they held on to beat Navy. But uh, college football, I watched uh, Oregon, UCLA. UCLA with a backup quarterback had a chance. That was certainly fun. Uh, Oklahoma and Kansas. I, I watched a ton of college football, as you can tell, because I have to vote on the Heisman. So somebody has to win it this year. The question is, do we have a front runner? All the front runners to start the season, they've been benched for the most part. Spencer Rattler, DJU, like, you know the guys we thought might be up there for the Heisman. That's why every year we start out, we're like September Heisman candidate. You don't want to be a Heisman candidate in September. Even October. November? That's when you want to. And you're going to have somebody emerge here. But uh, a lot of college football over the weekend. Uh, Cincinnati, Oklahoma survive. Penn State, Oklahoma State fall. Alabama rolls. Saints and Seahawks coming up tonight as far as the NFL. The Titans smoking the Chiefs. Bengals? Bengals for real? Question mark. Well, they certainly roughed up. They spanked the Ravens. Cardinals are still undefeated, and Tom Brady wants that MVP this year. 600 touchdown passes. Against the Bears? No, no, no. It felt like that. Felt like that. I like when Justin Fields does well, it's because of Justin Fields. When Justin Fields doesn't do well, it's because of the coaches and the team. Can't have it both ways here. Although there was a moment in the game that Justin Fields was told that the Buccaneers have 12 players on the field. The first interception, he quick snapped the ball because they told him in the headset, hey, the Buccaneers have 12 players on the field. He thought it was a free play. That's the second week in a row that that's happened to him. You know, they want those coaches gone, but it feels like they do like him. But it's... uh, Justin Fields is a rookie. He plays like a rookie. It's not a good team that he's on. Which leads us to Patrick Mahomes. Oh, boy. Three weeks ago, or the start of the season, he first ballot Hall of Famer. Everybody would want him. You start your team with him. And now, I don't know, is he the second best, third best quarterback in the AFC West? Would you take Justin Herbert? Would you take Derek Carr? These are the things being said about Patrick Mahomes. Ryan Clark of the Mothership had something interesting. He said that he thinks Mahomes is overly confident, trying to do too many things, still trying to be Patrick Mahomes that we've seen before. And these defenses are doing what I said that Tennessee Titans were going to do and every defense should do. Make sure your safeties are really deep and have everything underneath. And, and frustrate them. Plus, take advantage of that defense that's terrible. And that's what the Titans did. It's not like Derrick Henry had a great game. Because when you see that score, you're like, man, Derrick Henry must have had 200 yards. No, no. They just played good football, all-around football. Offense, defense, uh, made plays when they needed to. And the Kansas City Chiefs did not. But if I said to you, are you all in on Patrick Mahomes? Are you still on the bandwagon or are you off? But if you're off, you're off for good. You know, we're going to leave the gate. But if you're still on, which you should be, Patrick Mahomes, they got the Giants coming up next week. But this is a tough schedule. I mean, if, if you're looking at the Kansas City Chiefs and all of a sudden, magically, they're going to return to Super Bowl form. Well, just factor this in. They've got Green Bay, Las Vegas, and Dallas after the Giants. Then they have Denver. Then they have Vegas again. Then they have the Chargers, Steelers, Cincinnati. They got some tough games here. Now the question is, can you sneak in? Can you, can you sneak in with 10 wins? That's a team we know is dangerous. It's just like I've said about the Titans. The Titans are a dangerous team once they get to the playoffs, if they get to the playoffs. Didn't start out well this year. But they still have, I think, the nucleus for being a really good team. I, I flirted with taking them as my Super Bowl pick. Talked about it on the show. And I just I couldn't quite pull the trigger because I didn't know Julio Jones, how he was going to be, and if the defense was going to be a Mike Vrabel defense. So far, you've beaten Buffalo and Kansas City. You've gotten people's attention. I don't know if people are still all in on them. I think they have the Colts coming up this next week. But what you saw with the Titans, the Titans are a good team. They hit Patrick Mahomes. They hit him nine times. I don't care how good you are. We can look at these quarterbacks down through the years. If you do not have an offensive line, and we thought this was an upgrade, you can be an average quarterback. Everybody, every quarterback in history. You're only as good as that offensive line. You start with that, and then you can make a wide receiver better. You can make a running back better. But if you don't have blocking, I don't care if it's Brady, if it's Breeze, if it's Mahomes, it doesn't matter. But when you do have that, then you can see a good quarterback is a great quarterback. A great quarterback is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Patrick Mahomes, I think needs to almost hit the reset button of what is it that we can take from a defense? Used to be Kansas City dictated, hey, we do what we want to do. Now it almost feels like you have to take what they're giving you, and you got to be patient. But beating the Giants, that's not going to calm any fears here because then you have three tough games after that. Yeah, McLovin. Can I make the case for Mahomes? Yeah, Sure. Well, Mike Remmers is on the field
3: as one of his tackles. Yeah. That's the guy who we always talk about. It's the worst. He always gets killed in the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. He's out there. Yeah. They traded their left tackles from Baltimore. You never trade with Baltimore. Baltimore is the best talent evaluation team in the league. Then they never touched the ball. <laughs> Tennessee held the ball for an eight-minute drive touchdown, eight-minute drive field goal, eight-minute drive. Mahomes was never on the field. You can't score when you're not on the field.
2: But this is the philosophy to beat the Chiefs. Control the clock limit the number of times they get on the field. When they do get on the field, they're used to making things happen. Kelsey, Hill, Mahomes, Andy Reid, we make things happen. Well, then you don't make things happen. Then the next time you get on the field, you're like, now we really got to make something happen. Well, Patrick Mahomes is back to the gunslinger. This was the label when he came out of college. Oh, he's a gunslinger. This is why a lot of people weren't high on him. He's still a great quarterback. They still have great weapons. The offensive line is not an upgrade right now. And you saw that, what happened in the Super Bowl, you know, you thought you could address that. When you go against a good defensive front, they're going to put pressure on you, and they knocked him out of the game. But if you're not, if you're off the bandwagon, then you're completely off the bandwagon. But this is all week to week. Like, Joe Burrow is now Joe Montana. Prior to this, people are like, yeah, Joe Burrow. I I remember when he went into the draft. Well, I don't know, one year. You know, he couldn't couldn't, uh, win the job at Ohio State. He was average uh, his previous year at LSU. Like, all of these things happen. They're told. And then you go in and you smoke the Ravens. The Ravens last week, oh my God, Lamar Jackson's the MVP. Nobody's doing more with less. They just beat the Chargers. That's what happens. They sacked him five times. Who knew Cincinnati's front was that good? Because they kind of pieced it together, getting these players from other teams. Jamar Chase, spectacular. Joe Burrow not getting hit as much. That's really important. He was sacked once. But each week, you know, you, we have to have a, an opinion, a referendum, and, and that's the way it is until next week when something happens or doesn't happen, and then we'll change our opinions. Yes, McClellan.
3: The uh, Chiefs, I think, play the Giants next week on Monday night. Is that even beating them? Is that enough to like quell the Patrick Mahomes worry?
2: No. But you can't win by, by six. And, and go back to what I said at the beginning of the year with Kansas City. And, hey, look, Kansas City was my Super Bowl pick. Kansas City and Green Bay. Uh, we can't change it now. But they didn't win games by blowing people out. And I think you got the impression that, oh, my gosh, this team, they, they dominate you. They can come back from anything. Well, they allow teams to stay in these games. It's rare when they beat somebody by double digits. But let's see what happens. Now is, you know, now is when Kansas City has to regroup to say, who are we? Because I don't think Kansas City knows who they are right now. And that's probably the biggest surprise. Kansas City not looking like a formidable team. But give credit. You know, Tennessee was the better team by far yesterday at halftime. It was over. Cincinnati Bengals doing what they did. Now you're going to get the, are the Bengals the best team in the AFC North? Not yet. But I think it's a great story. And I think that tandem of Burrow and Chase is, you know, that's one of those where you go, that's in the embryonic stages, but that could be something very, very special. And they did all the things that you would want a team to do. You go into that place, which is a tough place to win. And you beat a good team. Now, did I think that it was a maybe felt like a trap game for them? They just beat the Chargers? A little bit. But that's why the line, I think, was only six points. Because they thought Cincinnati Bengals could go toe-to-toe. All right. Uh, poll question, McLevin, What do you have?
3: Okay. Uh, this is from Paul. I am most hesitant to say the following team is a Super Bowl contender. Uh-huh. The Tennessee Titans, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Las Vegas Raiders, Arizona Cardinals, or Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I think some of these teams have uh, hesitancy, like
4: historical hesitancy, like the Bengals. It's hard to picture them in the Super Bowl if you didn't see them, you know, in, a thousand years ago. The Cardinals, as great as they are, it feels like one of those franchises that gets close. And, and same with the Raiders. The Raiders are tough to buy into. They've been eight and three a few times in the past few years.
2: Yeah, the Cardinals are undefeated. You know, a lot of this is who have you played and who are you going to play? You got to factor all of those things in because sometimes we'll look at a team we'll go, have they played anybody? No, but they have a good record. Or somebody doesn't have a great record, but they've had a really tough schedule. That's interesting as well. I, I do like the Titans. I, I like them as a Super Bowl contender. The Bengals, I would say no. Feels like they're ahead of schedule the Raiders, I I would say the Cardinals because what we thought was a really great division, Seattle and San Francisco don't appear to be formidable right now. Rams with a win. They struggled though against the lions. I think the Cowboys are legit. I really do. I think that offense, the offensive line protecting Dak, Dak looks comfortable. And you've got a couple of defensive playmakers, and that's all you need in a really bad division where you shouldn't lose any of those games to those teams. It's going to come down to, you know, home field advantage. That's why Buccaneers are going to be really tough to beat. They got home field advantage. But... Cowboys are going to have a great record. Maybe the Cardinals can continue this. Yeah, McClellan.
3: Packers at Cardinals Thursday night.
2: Yeah, I know. You know what you say about standalone games. Yeah, everybody's going to have a referendum on the Cardinals. If they win, oh, they're the team to beat. If they lose, and then all of a sudden, it's is Aaron Rodgers comfortable, wants to stay in Green Bay? All right, we'll take a break. Phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. We'll settle on a poll question, and... Uh, Anything else that we need to mention on this Monday, Pauling? Aren't you beat from this weekend? Yes, I am.
4: I-, I did at least 14 hours of college football on Saturday. I know you did the same. You were yeah. texting me every three minutes.
2: Yes. The Wake Forest Army game, I'm like, huh. I- I'm so disappointed I didn't go to that game. I was like, God. We had penciled that one in mostly because
4: of the foliage.
2: I did. Yes. It was a foliage game. Yep. And then all of a sudden I'm watching and I'm like, damn, this is a good game. Yes, yeah, Eden. And why
5: is... Watching 14 hours of college football on Saturday. So exhausting. Uh, It's like, man,
2: I am just whooped after all that. You get emotionally (laughs) invested. You can't take a nap. You'll miss something. All right. uh, We'll come back. We'll get to your phone calls. We'll settle on our poll question. Back after this in the Dan Patrick show. Discover is matching all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. And there's no limit on how much you can earn, which is amazing. In fact, even more amazing, because of all the places where Discover is accepted, 99% of the places in the United States taking credit cards take Discover. That's amazing. When it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often, because when you put that credit card down, you know they're going to take it. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
6: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the plate. You've already talked about that.
7: Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Well, it's not the matchup we expected. Maybe not the matchup we hoped for. But the World Series starts Tuesday night, Braves at the Astros. I thought it lined up really well with the Dodgers, with Max Scherzer, and then you have Walker Bueller, and there's that offensive outburst, and all of a sudden they're going to Atlanta. Feels like they got momentum, and then they did very little when they needed to. You had uh, five hits in that game, and you get eliminated. And now there's some big questions about that Dodger roster with a lot of guys who are 30 or older. And you got a contract with Corey Seager coming up. And I saw where estimates could be. He could sign a $300 million contract there. Scherzer, free agent, a, you know, Trevor Bauer situation. You know, this is, this is where you spend that money. And then you get the credit card bill, you know, after (laughs) you've done it, you're like, Oh God, I got to pay that. Well. We'll check in with the Dodgers coming up, but congrats to the Astros and the Braves. They were the uh, better teams there. Yeah, Paulie
4: Seager hit a buck sixty-seven versus the yeah. Braves. Maybe they can get a couple bucks off the top on yeah. that deal.
2: All right, let's settle on a poll question here, McLovin. Okay, uh, somebody... I put
3: it. I put up that question: Who do you feel most hesitant to say is a Super Bowl contender? The Titans, the Cardinals, the Bengals, the Raiders, or the Cowboys? And we have an early front runner. Care to guess?
2: Um, mm-hmm.
3: I'll say the Bengals. It's actually the Raiders. The Bengals are second. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's the firing of the coach. I mean,
2: Yeah, I don't know what to expect from the Raiders week in and week out. But Derek Carr has played really well. Um, It's just I don't know if they can win a a must game. I don't know if they're capable of being a really good team consistently. I think they have those moments. But, you know, we we tend to overreact, you know, every Monday. That's why we call it overreaction Monday. Yeah, McLeod.
3: We had a flip side poll. What team feels like it's in the worst shape? And we have a lot of nominees for this. Okay, Uh, The New York Jets are up the top of the list. Maybe the Miami Dolphins, who also have one win. The Jaguars, the Eagles, the Washington football team, the Detroit Lions, and now the Carolina Panthers.
2: Uh, I would say the Jets. It just doesn't feel like they can win a game. You know, the Lions at least play hard. You know they played hard in the, you know in that game against the Rams. They've lost a couple of games, tough games, but you had a couple of fake punts an onside kick. I mean they're trying at least. The Jets, I don't feel that way. And you you hire a defensive minded head coach with the Jets and they got embarrassed by the Patriots and Mac Jones. The Dolphins and that That just feels like, you know, I'm not going to put this all on Tua because he did have some good numbers there. And it felt like both of those teams were capable of losing that game. Uh, You know, Atlanta ends up beating the Dolphins. and Now they've lost, what, six in a row. The Jags, I don't expect anything out. I I think you got to be fair when you say who's in the worst shape. Who did I expect something out of? I didn't expect anything out of the Jets. thought the Dolphins were going to be a playoff team. Jags, I didn't expect anything. The Eagles, I didn't. The Washington football team, I did. The Lions, I didn't. And the Panthers, I didn't. So I'd probably say out of that group, the Dolphins and then the Washington football team. Because I thought Washington football team played Green Bay pretty well. You know, And you can't do the Lambeau leap until they give you an official signal for a touchdown, Taylor Heineke. He could have run in, but he, he downs himself at the one-yard line, and then he runs and does a Lambo leap. And then they go, on. upon further review, you were down. And then they didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, McLove. Another
3: great example of the entire country not knowing an NFL rule, which I still don't quite understand. He, he dove forward, and they said he was giving himself up, even though he wasn't sliding.
2: No, that was wrong. It's a, oh, so it was it just a mistake? Yeah, it's a horror. He wasn't giving himself up. If he slid, then he's giving himself up. In that situation, I think he was being a little cocky. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide in here. He could have run, maybe taken the contact and scored a touchdown. Uh, let's see. Anything else that we have, poll question-wise? Uh, I have a
3: really stupid one. Okay. If you could redraft right now, say you're taking Trevor Lawrence one, whatever, who would you take two? Jamar Chase or Mac Jones, the best rookie quarterback of the year?
2: <laughs> okay, Mac Jones is throwing passes usually under 10 yards um, he, he's been consistent he's thrown for over 200 yards I think every game I, I'd like to see Belichick let him open it up a little bit see what you have there I might put Kyle Pitts on there Kyle Pitts starting to look like he, he's supposed to Uh, But Jamar Chase has been spectacular for a guy who sat out all last year. And he he's been a beast. What happened to that
3: preseason storyline that the dude couldn't
2: catch? Maybe he was just, you know, baiting us. I have no idea. All I know is he's going against the defensive back Marlon Humphrey, who Joe Burrow says is the best in the NFL. He had never allowed more than 143 yards in a game before. Jamar Chase put 201 on one of the best cornerbacks in the game. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Yes, falling. Going back
4: to uh, Lions-Rams, yeah. how do you give up two fake punts in a game? One's okay. It's a surprise. <laughs> it's out of nowhere. But at halftime, if you're the special teams coach, don't say, hey, hey, fellas, real quick, just two minutes, I need you at halftime. No more fake punts today. That's how you lose
2: your job. But is that when you do it again because they're thinking, well, they'll never do it again. Oh, reverse psychology. Yeah, like they got away with it. You're not going to get away with that. Can you imagine how long of a week it
4: would have been if they lost that game Ooh. to Jared Goff? Everyone wants to win. Sean McVay looked like, don't lose, don't lose, don't lose. He was His hair was a mess. And <laughs> not really,
2: actually. Uh, all right, we'll settle on our poll question here. I'm also wondering the best team in the uh, NFC right now. Buccaneers, Cards, Packers. I don't know. I guess Cardinals until they lose. Uh, no drama with the Packers, right? I haven't heard anything. Where'd all that drama go? I thought they didn't get along. I don't know. I don't know. He's not a leader. He wants out. Uh, They got embarrassed by the Saints. James Winston, dark horse MVP. (laughs) Now, if they lose on Thursday, then, you know, we'll look at the body language or what Rodgers says after the game. We're all frauds. We are. We're all phony. Uh, Yeah, McLovin. Do you have any sense of how Jameis Winston
3: has played this year, by the way? I feel like the Saints have been on a three-week bye. I, I we ever talk about them?
2: <laughs> uh, after week one, no, not really. But now he's playing in Seattle, probably be raining tonight. Against Geno Smith. Geno Smith. this showdown. Um, here's what McLovin sent me. Before the 2018 season, Significant rule change wasn't getting enough attention. That rule change got a lot of attention yesterday. The rule change is head first dive is now treated the same way as a feet first slide. And so a quarterback who dives into the end zone is considered to have given himself up. Ah. That's what happened with Taylor Heineke. Even though he wasn't touched. It
3: was not. They said that he gave himself up. Even though he was head first.
2: Okay, maybe, okay, the rule's bad. But they did they did carry it out, you know, the letter of the law there. Oh, I'm going to blame the rule is not good. But they, they enforced it the way they were supposed to. Is yeah.
3: that because they call so many flags on the defense? They got to get yeah. the defense back something. Yeah. But that makes no sense because he wasn't, there was no one within five feet of him.
2: I know, I know. And he's going to look at that highlight. And he's going to go, God, why didn't I just run in? And he could have scored the touchdown. I, I don't know why he was diving. I think he could have scored and probably not gotten, you know, taken much contact. Yeah, McLeod. Could you argue
3: he wasn't giving himself up? He just sort of slipped and was trying to avoid. I don't think he was giving himself up. I think he was trying to tumble into the end zone. Oh, he wasn't giving himself yeah, up. Yeah, that's where they no, got it wrong. No, no, I no,
2: no. I think he was like, I'm going to dive into the end zone. I, th- I think that he was just like, I'm going to score a touchdown at Lambeau. I'm going to dive in. And then they said, your knee was down. Uh, let's see. Raymond in Georgia. Hey, Ray, what's on your mind this morning? Uh, line two, Seton. Hey, Ray. Hey, how's it going? Great. What's on your mind?
8: Uh, We've got uh, my best and worst of the week, Freddie Freeman's reaction to finally making the World Series and a close second to the Braves players celebrating with their kids on the field. Worst of the week, whoever thought that Bucks and Bears would be a good nationwide game. I don't know if I felt worse for (laughs) Nance and Romo having to call that game or the nation to have to watch that. All
2: right. Well, thank you, Raymond. Did you see Jock Peterson on the uh, field after the game? He was drinking wine. He had a glass of wine. Oh. I, I can't remember somebody celebrating with a glass of wine. An actual glass? I think it was a glass of wine.
4: <laughs> and that guy seems like kind of a, no offense, meathead. You know, your name's Jock. You think he'd be like a Coors Light guy? Uh,
2: Paul in Iowa. Hey, Paul. Uh, that would be uh, line four, Seaton. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Best and worst of the weekend. Seton
5: O'Connor, what month are we in? Rocktober, baby, let's go. Rocktober, <laughs> man, that's it, baby. Undefeated
8: Oklahoma State comes into Ames, leave with the loss. Another year of dominance in October by Purdy and Matt Campbell. Woo! Purdy has seven touchdowns, 800 yards, zero interceptions, three wins this month. Let's go. Worst of the weekend, <laughs> did you see the taunting call in that game on Saturday? Or they called back a touchdown because Xavier Hutchinson was, quote, taunting with his eyes, according <laughs> to the official, after the game. And since it's a spot foul, they gave up the touchdown. Oh. Good thing he got it back on a run four plays later. Uh, we should do a poll of worst play call in officiating uh, football history. You can use that. You can use the fail Mary. Uh, I bet we can think of a few other awful
2: moments in officiating here. All right. Well, thank you, Paul. Taunting with your eyes. I've been accused of doing that in my younger days at the bar. <laughs> Hi. Yes, Foley.
4: So the Iowa State wide receiver has a breakaway touchdown. He just does a peek back to see if anyone's going to tackle him. And then when he doesn't <laughs> see anybody, he does a, a light high step. Not at anybody. Uh, it was the worst of all the taunting penalties called this year. Yes, Eden. Absolutely
5: horrible call. Because it ha, are you not allowed to see if there's anyone behind you? I
4: don't know. you got you look up at the Jumbotron, but there wasn't one there, maybe. Yeah.
2: You don't have a rear view mirror. And, 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 you know, if you guys would look up at the Jumbotron in certain stadiums. Yes, Todd?
6: And the high stepping, if you want to even call it that, was like at the three yard line. He took maybe two steps before he got. It's not like he did that for 10, 20 yards. It was at the very end and it was a much smaller version than what other receivers have done in the past. Yeah, they called it back.
4: <laughs> Taunting with your eyes. He was 20 yards clear of the guy behind him. Even if he
2: looked back, he couldn't find him. Some of this, you just have to use common sense. Just use logic. That's all. James in Cincinnati. Good morning, James. That would be, uh, yeah, thank you, Steve. Morning, DP. Six
8: foot, a slender 190. i got a best and worst of the weekend, and I also got a question for you afterwards. So my best is the Bengals defense. Yep. Uh, five stacks on Lamar Jackson, most ever in a, a career game that he's played, along with Joe Burrow lighting them up. My worst of the weekend is my Bearcats only winning by seven points at Navy, yeah. and the national media basically going crazy about the only seven-point win because they have one mishap, which leads me to my question for you. And I want to give you some, st- uh, some info before I ask you it. Who's the better team right now in your opinion? Cincinnati, Bearcats, or Oklahoma? Now, before you answer, I'm going li- to list you off some things about Oklahoma real quick. Oklahoma beat, a wa- beat Tulane first game of the season by five points. Tulane's currently one and six. They beat Nebraska by seven in the fourth quarter on a last-minute touchdown. Nebraska's currently three and five. They haven't been good since the 80s. They beat West Virginia by a last-minute field goal by three. West B currently three and four, not ranked. Beat Kansas State by six. Late touchdown as well. Currently three and four. Beat Texas, obviously in that thriller. Only ranked win. Blew out TCU's. Currently three and four, and then just snuck by KU this weekend, who's one and six. Just wanted to get your opinion on that.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't have any uh, real dog in the fight here. Like Cincinnati to me has a better resume, but is Cincinnati better than Alabama? Alabama's ranked third. So, like, your competition shouldn't be Oklahoma. I mean, it might have to be, but Alabama's third right now. Cincinnati is a really good team. And talking to an NFL scout, they've got three guys, at least on that defense, who are going to play in the NFL. Ritter is a talented quarterback, but at times inconsistent. So, how would they stack up against Georgia? Georgia's probably got 11 guys on defense that'll get a chance to play in the NFL. Uh, So, I mean, Cincinnati's doing what you need to do, but you need to, you get style points. Cincinnati can't afford to have one of those because they're not a football blue blood. That's that. Understand. You have to understand the voter. Like start there. They're going to look at Cincinnati and go, yeah, barely beat Navy at Navy. I mean, the committee wants to build a TV show. Okay. And if you give them an excuse, they'll take somebody out and put in a blue blood. This happened a couple of years ago. Who was it? TCU. Yeah. TCU got screwed. Ohio state was a bigger name. You give them a chance and they're going to take you out. Now people are going to be shouting from the mountaintops, I guess. If Cincinnati's undefeated, they don't make it into the playoffs. They should make it into the playoffs, but they they want to have Alabama. They want to have Georgia in there. They want to have Ohio State in there. So that leaves you one spot. At best, you got one spot. If, if Ohio State rolls, beats Michigan, Ohio State, even with the one loss to Oregon, and Oregon's still a top 15 team, Ohio State's going to get in. Georgia's getting in. Alabama gets in. Alabama can get in with another loss to Georgia. If Georgia loses to Alabama, Georgia's still getting in. So you got one shot. Yeah, McLevin. Would
3: that be an extra insult to Cincinnati if they took Ohio State with one loss over? Would that is there a rivalry
2: there at all? Um, Cincinnati would like for it to be a rivalry. Yes, Todd.
6: And at least as even that one spot, because Clemson fell off. If Clemson was uh, remotely good, they'd be making every effort they can to make that the fourth team. And we have the same four teams over and over again.
2: Yeah. No, but Clemson's not in the picture this year. It is not. Thank you, Todd. Play of the day up next. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon, Eastern six to nine Pacific on Fox sports radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio radio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk, featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcast. All
6: right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying.
2: Choose from the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com and see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com tire slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
0: Oh, my God. The play,
2: the play's play. of the day.
0: left side go! Check this out. Burrow in the gun on third and two. He'll look to pass. Quick throw. Nice. Slant caught by Chase. Runs to the 30. Nice. Breaks go. out of the pass.
8: Go, Jamar. He's sprinting down the middle of the you field. On, the baby. 40. Can pulling you? away at the 30. 20. 10. Touchdown. Woo, baby. How great is Jamar Chase? Woo,
0: 82 man. yards to the house.
2: Courtesy of the Bengals Radio Network. Let's I, go. I think that's still Dave Lapham. Are you sure that was the Bengals' call? Yeah, it was. Former offensive lineman for the Cincinnati Bengals. Through the first seven games of his career, Jamar Chase, 754 receiving yards, most by any player in NFL history. Play of the Day brought to you by M-Drive. It's an everyday supplement for driven guys, supports healthy testosterone levels, boost energy, visit mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Get M-Drive. Tom Brady threw his seven hundred or 600th touchdown pass and Mike Evans scored it and then gave the ball away. And then all of a sudden he's on the bench and he realizes he's just given away something that's probably worth a half a million dollars. Because Tom Brady's first touchdown pass, that went to... Who was it? Uh, Glenn? Was it David Patton or... Or Terry Glenn. Not sure. But it went for about $470,000. I'm
3: seeing Terry Glenn.
2: Okay. This touchdown pass, number 600, they estimated around a half a million dollars. If you're the fan, and I don't know what the fan got, maybe a hat and some other trinkets there. Feels like it was the Louisiana Purchase. Like a... Hey, I'll give you some trinkets, some beads. Uh, Can I have the football back? I don't know the fan realized how much it's worth, but what would you ask for? Go around the room. Go around the room. I'll judge. What would you ask for from Tom Brady within reason for that football? Todd, I'll start with you.
6: I don't know if he'd be willing to give it up, but I would certainly ask for a signed jersey of what the jersey he was wearing when he threw that 600th pass. The next best thing to the football is the jersey again. All right.
2: I think that's a fair ask. McLovin?
3: You have to go to dinner with me and all my friends and pretend that we're good buddies. Ooh. Maybe drinking all night. Bring back old Tommy.
2: Hmm. I don't think he does that anymore. Except at the parade. Yeah. (laughs) Which showed he doesn't do it anymore. Yes. Uh, Seton O'Connor? Is it fair to ask for time with Alex? Can I get that deal?
5: So Alex get, Guerrero, me like bring bring me into the program so that then I can get this everlasting life serum that apparently they've developed. Okay, so TB12 method, you yeah, would yeah. like to work out with Tom? I think, I think I think it's more of like a a couple of years worth. Oh, like I, w- I want to be in the in
4: the program okay. lifetime. All right, uh, Paulie, I want something nobody can get, nobody could buy. You could buy a Super Bowl ticket if the Bucks win the Super Bowl this year. I ride on the boat with Tom in the parade. I'm on Tom's boat with Tommy chugging tequila during the parade.
2: I would think that Brady would sign up for that because then you're all in as a Tampa fan and winning the Super Bowl. That, hey, we're all in this together. I'm going to roll the dice in this. I don't need anything other than you win, we win, I win. Yes, Eden. Now, would Tom throw the Super Bowl to not have
5: Paul Mm. on his boat is the question. Fair Mm -hmm. point.
2: (laughs) No, he might nudge Paul off the boat. I'm a terrible swimmer. (laughs) Yes, McLeod. I
3: feel there's a fair amount of danger on Tom Brady's boat. He's throwing these sharp metal objects all over the place. Paul can't swim. This is not going to go well.
2: I would ask for the jersey. I'd ask for the game jersey signed by you and a picture of Tom giving it to me because that jersey is going to be worth a lot of money one day. But that that football, 600, is going to be worth it could be worth a half a million dollars. And everybody, you know, with what's going on now with trading cards and you know the memorabilia world is crazy. You've seen some of these items where it's a LeBron James, you know, not even a rookie card, and it's selling for a million dollars. Patrick Mahomes stuff. You know, it, it's just memorabilia has you know, skyrocketed. And you get something that's a, a one-of-a-kind, one-of-one, that's where you could really cash in there. A few more uh, best and worst of the weekend. Al in Atlanta. Al, welcome back. Good morning, Dan. Thanks for the welcome. Uh, I've got two bests and
8: two worsts if you're going to allow me a little leeway. First best has got to be Eddie Rosario capping off a 14 for 25 NLCS with a three-run home run to lift the Braves past the Dodgers. Second best is Illinois, nine overtimes over Penn State. Never saw that coming. (laughs) First worst is Everton being up 2-1 with 15 minutes left to go in the game, and Joshua King, who used to play for Everton last season, scoring a hat trick and beating the Toffees 5-2. And second worst, it's just the rude treatment of Patrick Mahomes by the Tennessee Titans defense. You can't treat an MVP Super Bowl (laughs) winner like that.
2: Thank you. Oh, man. The game humbles you. You're up. And then you're down, and then you find out who your true friends or fans are when you're up and you're down, or at least when you're down. Yeah, Paul.
4: It's interesting when quarterbacks are uh, defenders are called for roughing because was it was it Simmons Jeffrey Simmons who hit uh, his thigh hit Mahomes in the face? His thigh hit him in the helmet, so it's okay if that was his hand even grazing his helmet. Yeah. you're you're kicked out.
2: Yeah, you can't eject his thigh. Right, thigh to the helmet. Yeah. Uh, Shannon in Indiana. Hi, Shannon. What's going on, DP? Hey, bud.
5: Hey, uh, best of the weekend is the Colts finally showing up and playing a game. Carson Wentz is playing out of his mind. My worst of the weekend is my wife is a Niners fan and her just giving up after last night. And I have a quick question for you, if that's all all right.
8: Do you think Burrow and Chase could be like Manning and Harrison as far as the connection for 10 years
2: you know what let me let me get one year in all right don't start with that maybe make the playoffs but let's let, <laughs> break we, pumper you're a brake pumper oh I know but we want to jump right into the uh, you know the HOV lane you know you can stay in the slow lane a little bit you know let's don't go rice in Montana let, let just, oh. let's just let just stop no, let's just ease in there, enjoy it, see how long it lasts. If they make the playoffs, if they continue this run, then maybe you'll be looking at uh, Peyton and Marvin Harrison and saying they're not as good as Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yes, McLevin. Could we
3: say that Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore is the next, I don't know, Sam Darnold, Braylon, Edwards? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Wow. That seemed a little mean-spirited. Yeah, seven games in. Come on. A little mean, spirit. I'm mad the Bengals are so good. It's, it's actually really bothering me.
2: All right. One hour in the books. Two more to go this Monday. More phone calls coming up after this. One more item as we close out hour one, the killer crossovers, the nothing but net jumpers, the throwdowns. Ladies and gentlemen, basketball is back. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, celebrating the return to the hardwood by giving new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prices. Play daily fantasy hoops, and it's easy to do. You pick your lineup. You stay under the salary cap, rack up points for three-pointers, rebounds, assists, and more. Score big, you win big. And free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Perfect time to show off that basketball IQ. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. This week, new customers get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter that promo code Patrick. Get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. Promo code Patrick at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
0: Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
2: The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techie and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com EQB.